Hello, Anchor Squad. Today, I have a very special edition of Nadpod Pomo. Mm, this is day 12, by the way, in case you were counting. And I want you to listen in on this conversation that I have with our friend, Bernie. So stay tuned. That's coming right up. Hello, Eileen. Hello, Bernie and listeners. Welcome to <laughs> Nad Pod Pomo Day 12. And I have on the line Bernie from Ireland. And my name is Eileen, and I'm in Philadelphia. Bernie, it's great to have you on the call. Oh, Eileen, I actually grew up just west of you there in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. So I'm actually a, a native um, Pennsylvanian. All right. <laughs> Philly in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bernie, this morning I listened to one of your mashups, and this is something that you've done, I guess, even since Anchor version one. And can you just describe a little bit about what it is so people know what I mean? Yeah, a mashup's like a mixtape. So in a sense... What I've discovered is people like either hearing themselves or they like hearing what they missed or they like a theme around what might have happened. So maybe they can tune in and discover more. So what I do is I grab segments from people's anchor stations and I put them on a into a sound editing program and I mash them up. I just kind of combine them. I have to take the risk that I don't insult somebody, but by bringing them way out of context. But generally, when you put somebody's voice next to another that's extracted from a different conversation and a different time, you get this, uh, you get this time phase effect that uh, is rather humorous um, if, you have, uh, if you have the flexibility to say, yeah, that was interesting. I recognize that voice, but I know she was talking about something else at that time. And that's what it is, three to five minutes of, of content and... I try to try to do it every other weekend just to uh, keep my skills sharpened. I train students how to do it, so I need to know that I can uh, that I can memorize keystrokes or I know what could be going wrong before it happens on the editing timeline. And it's absolutely brilliant. I listened to the one that you did, I guess, this, today or yesterday, mm. and. What happens, guys, for those who haven't heard it? And be sure to favorite Bernie Station so you can hear these. And I'm going to share one out on Twitter today. And I only had one snippet where I said welcome. So in other words, when people start their shows and they give their welcomes or they say you're listening to or hello, Anchor Let's or Anchor Family or whatever, and Bernie just cuts those little pieces and strings them together. Then we have some incredible musicians and singers here on Anchor. And one of those incredible musicians is Jesse Music. And he weaved in Jesse's guitar playing in the background. And then he brings in some other popular music clips. (laughs) How do you decide what music that you're going to play, you know, from the popular music? It's all decided by the process. So I start with, in the old school, you'd call it an OPML list. It's a, they're the, just the URLs in this case. 
of where people are on Anchor. And I use a little piece of software on my mobile phone. It's an iOS or an Android app called Get Them All. Actually, it works on, I think it works on computers as well. Get Them All. And I just put in, like I put in anchor.fm forward slash I-L-E-A-N-E. <laughs> and it grabs everything that's on that page. But the problem is, as you know, a page isn't actually all your content. It's just maybe four to six clips of what you've done in the past 24 hours. So anyway, get them all, analyze the page. I then look for things that are called M4A files, and I tap them, and they download to my phone. And I do that across maybe, I don't know, I have 30 or 40 URLs that I look at. People change their URLs. <laughs> so, you know, though I know I heard something really good that, say, Saha in Las Vegas said, so I've shifted her URL to something else. I don't always have the time to go back and find it and make a little note saying, okay, find out where she really is this week. But anyway, I downloaded a bunch of stuff. It's all based on the amount of time that I have to do it. I normally don't allow myself more than an hour to do that download. So it's a bit, it's not as fast as a web browser thing. You have to type, I have to manually type, start typing in the names on my mobile browser and tap it and it downloads. They download to a, uh, a little, uh, micro SD card on my phone. I have an Android phone. If you had an iOS phone, it would, it would download to something you could push around somewhere else. But anyway, onto the SD card. I push the SD card into my laptop. And then I just pop them into an editing tray and open them up, rename them. I listen to some of them all the way through. And others, I, I'm looking just like you said for the good morning or looking for the funny intonation. When I open them up in the editing package, I can see a waveform and normally, the more excited somebody gets, the closer the waveform is or the higher it is. So I kind of just scrub to that and say, what happened there? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I normally extract that and put it in. I, I cut the file down to that. Here's what's happening in the background, though. I mean, Anchor is a platform that's letting you do what we're doing now, making a phone call. It also allows people to put in high-quality audio from Spotify and uh, from Apple Music. So what's happened over the space of, say, the last two months is the size of this working file that I use has gotten much bigger. It's easily tripled in size. And that's because people are bringing in segments from, from these shared uh, phone calls. Um, Kevin Touch, I was surprised he got a 12-minute segment in to his show, which is, shouldn't happen that way. But he had like a, a really massive file. Uh, it was more than 12 megs in size. Typically, these files are only, when we talk, we're talking for maybe we do one minute of talking that might regenerate one megabyte. But he, mm -hmm. he and a few other people have more than five megabyte file sizes. So Anchor's subtly letting people increase the amount of uh, size you're able to have uh, in each segment. And in Kevin's case and uh, two other people's cases, they were above five megs. So Kevin got to a 12 meg file size, which is interesting. So you see stuff in the background as this is happening. You see Jesse Music, for example, he has heavy, um, uh, his, because he has so much uh, good quality audio at source with his guitar plan, his stuff is always greater than three megabytes uh, in size. And I, I look at those things. I look, I look for the person that's maybe only talked for a couple of uh, 20 or 30 kilobytes and for people that have talked for more than three megabytes. And I try to try to portion out, you know, the content that way. So I'm letting out an algorithm, my personal um, decision to say, well, I want to get short form people and I want to get heavy content people and try to see, can I combine them together? Because 
it's possible that, well, we don't hear each other. Um, so I want to try to let a little algorithm of size matters, you know, small size matters and big size intrigues me. Uh, you only have a certain amount of time to edit this stuff. For me, I only have a few hours. I, I try not to ever use more than four hours to download, rename, edit, and finish the pro production. And that's normally where I, I can normally get it under three hours. Uh, if I have to do a transcript, which Anchor allows you to do, I can easily add another hour to the process trying to edit words out. Right. So I'm, right. I'm probably not doing many transcripts lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I it's tedious. You did, I, yeah, remember that you did a transcript um, maybe a month, when they first came out with the transcripts. Yeah. You did the transcript of one of your mashups, and I remember thinking to myself, gosh, that must take forever. <laughs> you, know what, you see, if you put backing track, a backing music vocal, yeah, a vocal is worse, but you put any kind of backing music in your, sp your spoken content, the quality of the transcript drops. So right. uh, it's just, you know, it's something I'm looking at. I know we're, um, I work on a campus where there's an Office 365 system. So that means Azure is installed. And the Microsoft DSEC visitor campus say, hey, you ought to let Azure look at these things. Let, let, it, let Azure do your AI on the, on the words. Mm. And I might do that because we, we're given like 2,000 instances per month that we can, an instance would be, I think, five, five minutes of content. I mean, a massive amount of time that we can throw uh, the high-quality WAV file at Azure and let it transcribe. But, I mean, the anchor transcript's pretty good. It's probably 70 to 80% accurate in most cases. Um, a better quality than mic, or in my case, I can take the sound editing program and enhance the audio. I can clean it a little bit. It just does it automatically. Uh, that, if I push that in, it's better than what it was probably originally. Uh, but what the whole world's going this. I mean, you know this. There's, someone's probably listening in your kitchen right now, in my kitchen where I'm talking to you. It's, it's a little echo dot. Hearing everything, <laughs> we're, everything we're saying. So, I mean, the, the world of um, spoken speech is getting smart. Uh, it's helping computerized speech get smarter. So. Yes, it absolutely is. And uh, you also included some of Georgie D. In there, yeah. was she was she actually singing in what you included? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, she she, yeah I'm going to have to. She was speaking. She was singing with Abe. But she's doing an interesting thing. I don't know if they're doing this live or on an anchor call. They must be. So she's perfected the latency problem, and maybe she's edited the call. So they're they're singing, uh, and several people are trying that. Uh, there's a little bit of a delay. Normally, unless um, I don't know how to, she might have figured out how to make the call and decide, wait a minute, too much latency. You make the call and then see if the latency goes away. So like right now when we're talking, there's no latency at all in this call. So we could actually sing to each other. <laughs> and it, would, it would probably work out nicely. Um, mm -hmm. But I've had a call accident. Well, I, I just decided um, when I saw she was active, I called Georgie, who does not like doing interviews. She picked up. And and then started talking, and she sounds brilliant in the phone call, but my end sounds really bad. So I think it's down ah. to the, the system. You try to figure out who's actually got the better host, and then uh, okay. do that. But and they, we, yeah, they they serenade each other, as far as I know, on a live call. It and, sounds so incredible. Yeah. I listen to it and see one of the problems that I find, uh, or, or shall I say, challenges that I find with this doing record with friends, and that's why I try to limit it mm. to just two people, is yeah. that, you know, we tend to talk over 
one another. And it's kind of hard. Like right now, I'm like biting my tongue as you're speaking so I can make sure that I give a little space in between what you're saying and what I'm saying. So because sometimes when it plays back, it actually overlaps, like you said, because of the latency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, I, I enjoy doing this stuff. I enjoy the conversation. Um, as you know, though, as anybody who listens to this, like I, have, I made students listen to a, a series of 40 different outtakes. And these, are, these would hopefully would be Anchor's new demographic, you know, try to attract newbies into listening. Mm-hmm. And they were really resistant because, I mean, everyone has their own favorite way. And if you let, you let a voice come into your headphone or into your earbuds, you're interrupting their mediated space. And they got it. It's, I mean, it's a creative media class I teach, so they have to take my instruction. But boy, were they, they did not. Oh, you know what? <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> like, I, go ahead. Can I ask you a little bit about that? Because I actually deal with some students, too, with my day yeah. job. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, what age group are most of your students? Uh, the youngest would be 18 and the oldest would be 32. So and, what uh, what apps yeah. do they tend to really like? Well, I, I don't. I need to do an inventory of that. But like, let's just deal with the space of to listen or, or to view. There are there are more YouTube than anything else. So they get their playlists of music from YouTube. If they have money in their pocket and they have a subscription to Spotify or Amazon Music or you know any other service, they'll go. Since they are creative media students, they'll go to like a cinema, they'll go to a film, they'll listen to the score, they'll, they'll get the composer or they'll use Shazam to get more information and they'll zero in on listening to that as a playlist. So th- they're a YouTube crowd. Now they, have, they, have, they use Facebook for private groups more than anything else. Mm-hmm. They, they, have, they rarely actually, they either read the news feed if a whole bunch of other people are tagging people. So we just had mm-hmm. a commencement ceremony. And that'll push their news feed and they'll recognize people in the photos. So they'll look at that. But Facebook for Messenger, Facebook for groups, YouTube for content. That's if it's on YouTube, it's true to them. And they don't listen to the mainstream broadcasters. They listen to YouTube people who present the news or present the tech news or present information on Adobe Premiere or something like that. So they they educate themselves with just-in-time learning from YouTube they may go across to Linda or some other special place to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I tell them, got to listen to Anchor, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <kidding>. what? <laughs> Why would I want to do that? That doesn't do right. anything at all what I'm interested in. And what are they talking about? It's not in my, not in my space, not in my genre. And uh, it's, it's curious. So uh, your, your mileage may vary. Your, your demographic, your, your group may vary. So then I think, God, who are these people on Anchor? Because they obviously don't fit the mindset of many of the young 20-somethings that Anchor would probably want to attract here, unless the marketing metaphor that Anchor is using is we're going to get the YouTubers on here that some of these people will watch and listen to, and they'll bring their posse with them saying, hey, over at Anchor, I'm talking about how I make my video. Then they'll come across. And that makes sense from what I'm seeing on Anchor. You know, they have some big boys coming from YouTube that have, the million viewed more than a million views <clears throat> and every video they put up has more than 20,000 views within two, two or three weeks. So their posse will show up uh, maybe, but that's who I work with students who mm-hmm. do not enjoy me 
imposing my values on their mediated space. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, from from my side, I'm actually dealing with engineering students, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I do a little social media there, Facebook and Twitter, and. I found that they have no interest whatsoever in Twitter and no. which, you know, it's, mm-hmm. Twitter is one of my favorites and it's one of the ways that I like to reach out to people. And yeah. I would try, I think the first year I spent trying to track down engineering students. And even when I did find them, their accounts were private. So that didn't help me. <laughs> so and when they would come in, to our headquarters because a few times we've bought students in for different workshops and things. And uh, they, I asked, and they were definitely either Snapchat or Instagram, but Twitter, not. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Now, our, I forgot to mention, our guys are, they do Snap, but it's like your Sam. It's, it's like they're difficult to find. The name they use isn't a name. And in the, some, so much of the content's ephemeral, at least this version of Snapchat. So it's a private thing they want to do, share a private experience. And, um, you know, they probably have heard of the experiences they're doing or like one-on-one with, you know, young couples that are dating. And they're, whatever they're doing, they're, they're doing it in a sanctity of special space. Yeah, and so, that's why I think, you know, another thing about the reason why I brought up Twitter is because Anchor makes it very easy yeah. to share content to Twitter as well as Facebook, but you can also create a story or something to use on one of the story platforms. But, you know, the stories are only 10 seconds. And, of course, when we're talking, we're definitely using more than 10 seconds to, mm. you know, really get into the content. Well, they use uh, – your guys probably – are they doing Instagram? Because, I mean, Instagram is a preferred visual platform for Anchor. And yes. Instagram, Instagram is so easy for a very low, tra- high, high traction, low, on, you know, low slope for the on-ramp. So you see a lot of, a lot of um, this current student demographic just by looking at what they're doing on Instagram. I mean, I'm looking at, a, I have a special uh, Monday event I have to do with, and tell a lot of history, which isn't mm-hmm. crazy. They went to Denmark for a soccer game, and they're not gonna be back by Monday. And I can mm-hmm. see this based on their Instagram saying, oh, gee. <laughs> well, we're supposed to do stuff. Well, Bernie, you know what? I think this is a good time to wrap things up. I'm hearing a little, okay. your audio is going a little in and out, and I don't know if it's on my end or what. But I think this mm. has been a great conversation. I love, love, love your mashups. I want to make sure that everybody has favored your station. Listen to those mashups. I'll share it on Twitter and uh, probably somewhere else on the internet (laughs) because it's absolutely brilliant. And you don't even have to be an anchor listener to really appreciate the the content. It's just brilliant, Bernie. Thank you so much. Can I add one more quick thing here? If you just Google for all one word, Voices of Anchor, you'll probably get samples of the content. Okay, great. Just go on to Google, Voices of Anchor, all one word. word. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we will talk again soon. Thanks, Eileen. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye now. Bye. Bye bye. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, it's actually a group that was started by Avi, which is Ask Avi here on Anchor. And you can join that group at Anchors A Wave. And so you just go over to Facebook and search for Anchors A Wave or go to Eileen. 
dot link slash anchors a wave. And here's why I want you to be sure if you hadn't joined the group before, you definitely want to join now because you're going to see that Bernie turned that audio piece into a video slideshow and he shared it over in the Facebook group. And that also reminds me to tell you to follow Bernie on Twitter. He's top gold. And don't forget to follow me over there as well. I-L-E-A-N-E. And that brings us to the close of today's Nad Pod Pomo. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for day 13. I already have a question waiting in the queue that I will be answering tomorrow. So it's going to be a juicy one, just like it was today. Oh,